Audio is good. We are recording. Okay. Set? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I like your podcasting shirt. Oh, man. <laughs> Best gift this Christmas. Uh, that and the gimbal. Yeah, the gimbal is nice. Yes, love having that. <coughs> it's great. Ready? Absolutely. All right, here we go. Man, I love that. That's good. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Trivial 10, the show that provides you with offbeat facts about any given subject. We're not just giving you the top 10. We're giving you our personal favorites. So today we're offering up you a beautiful little bit of tidbitty goodness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> about the dandelion. Wow. Yeah, 10, of, 10 facts about the dandelion. Wow, that, I, I'm already, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm still getting caught up with that on the word tidbitty. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little offended and then I'm tickled. But like, <laughs> at the same time, so, but, but we're going to get into all that. But don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and share, especially with my uh, grandmother. Actually, she'll probably share with you. Yeah, thank you, Jordan's grandma. But getting all that out of the way, I'm Juan. Let's that's uh, Jordan over there. Let's just restart all of this again because it's a thing. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll just keep on recording. Okay. <clears throat> all right. We'll just remember that two minutes of it doesn't count. Okay. All right. Ready? I got okay. it this time. I'm just going to stick to the script. Okay. Welcome to Trivial 10, everybody, the show that provides you with offbeat facts about any given subject. Yeah, we aren't going to give you the top 10 facts. We're going to give you our personal favorites. Yeah, so today we are going to be dishing out some beautiful yellow tinted goodness about dandelions. I'm excited and confused and all sorts of wired about this. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and share. Yeah, I'm Juan. That's Jordan. Let's get trivial. Mm. So, trivial factoid number one about the dandelion. Bring it. You ready? I am. All I'm right. Stoked. You guys are about to get your minds blown. So, dandelions were brought over to the Americas intentionally. Yeah. So, uh, when they were coming over in the Mayflower, Santa Maria, and everything, they actually had barrels that were designed to be able to carry the seeds. And one of the seeds that they were adamant about bringing with them was dandelion seeds so um now we hear about plant life being brought over uh invasively like like they could have mm -hmm. been in the hooves of a horse or cow or something like right. that not on purpose but dandelions uh were brought over intentionally as well as and we're not going to go into it but also there's another plant called garlic mustard it's another example and that was brought over as a, as a food source just like dandelions were brought over as a food source instead of just the seeds I'm already perplexed, but if you intentionally put that in a barrel, put it on a boat for six weeks, mm -hmm. I mean, that space on the boat is precious. Yeah. So there's got to be something really important about this dandelion. There are lots of things that are important about this dandelion. And that's why I wanted to go ahead and lead off with this right here is yeah. that before we go any further at all, the main reason why we have dandelions mm -hmm. in the United States today, they are all around the world, even in the Arctic, fun fact. Um, but dandelions are in the United States of America is because they were brought over intentionally by our founding fathers and the very first pilgrims into America. That's insane. 
Yeah. I did not. I did not know that. All I knew about them is I need to get Scott's weed and feed mm-hmm. and hit him with the weed and feed every uh, spring and fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. And yeah. you're going to be right for a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll see. There's more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. there's more. So factoid number two, they have three major purposes. Do you want to take like a guess at like what you think those some of those purposes would be? I want to say nutritional, medicinal, and... Uh, Gosh. You've got two of them. Topical? Close, close. Okay. Um, so medicinal, correct. Okay. Culinary, correct. Uh-huh. And then they're also brought over as a dye material as well, too. Whether okay. It be for clothing, stylish op- options, you could break it down and it would become yeah. a dye. Like a, a beautiful yellow. Yeah. 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 Dandelion yellow. I love it. Yeah. That's, I mean, they are they are pretty. And the only reason I think they're ugly is because somebody told me they were weed. There's some little bit of corporate propaganda in there, mm. which uh, I'm sure you guys enjoy that episode. Yeah. I. It's a good one. I enjoyed it. <laughs> My grandma enjoyed it. Yeah. So. Thank you, Jordan's grandma. <laughs> so sweet, grandma. All right. Number three, uh, they carry sentimental value. Yeah. So when they were initially brought over, once mm-hmm. again, early yeah. pilgrim days, they were brought over not only as a food source, not only for medical, not only for dye material, mm-hmm. but they also carried sentimental value because they were quoted in many poems to be a reminder of home when things were simpler. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, okay, help me understand that. So it was kind of like this was something they had back at home, Mm -hmm. and they brought it over, and it's crazy, and it's wild over here, Wild West. Yeah. And it's like, oh, at least we've got dandelions. Yeah, it was almost like dandelions. I mean, other than your family, well, no, dandelions would be easier to bring along than your family. Uh, You just kind of have to. Sorry, Dad. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Pops. Uh, You're coming to America. (laughs) (laughs) And this bucket of dandelions. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so it, the the dandelion was so prevalent where they were moving from that it was just like a staple, almost like how imagine living in Colorado, mm-hmm. and if you wanted to be able to have a little bit of home, you'd put up a picture or a postcard of the Rocky Mountains, right? Or you know Michigan, you would put up a picture of like the Great Lakes or something like that. Well, they right. didn't have those kind of things, so you got to mm-hmm. be able to think what's the most readily accessible thing to me. They brought over dandelions, and it was a sentimental. So That's poetry, weird. songs. Um, any forms of entertainment that you could use back then, mm-hmm. it would it would be used, and dandelions were very prevalent. So, so there's like the dandelion jam. Yeah, it's like a song, and then the story and about a literal the jam. They they actually had dandelion jam <laughs> as well too, where they would put dandelion petals into jams <laughs> and stuff like that. Me. I'm being dead serious with you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that was uh, that was number three, sentimental value. So mm. number four, gardeners. Mm-hmm. And landscapers used to weed around dandelions. Okay. So it wasn't really until the 20th century that media started to project the perfect lawn. Mm. We would see the white picket fence, yep. the two and a half kids, yep. you know, the beautiful house, all that jazz in yeah. a perfectly Green. manicured Yes, lawn. Green lawn. There's yeah. nothing else in there. Unless it's behind the border of the landscaping, then it's flowers. But there's no dandelions in there. Correct. Huh. Correct. Correct. So um, with the media portrayal of all, of all of that, they also introduced something that would change our mm, suburban landscape forever. Do you have any idea what that thing might be? The lawnmower? Close. The lawnmower is a result of this. Oh, interesting. The actual grass itself. So the grass that they were depicting and with immediate within commercials and yeah. all the ideology yeah. is actually an invasive species. 
So oh. the grass grass isn't native. It, it doesn't produce anything. It doesn't provide anything but just visuals right. for 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 human beings. Right. So grass, because it's an invasive species, doesn't produce any nitrogen, doesn't produce any nurt- uh, nutrients in the soil. Yeah. The roots go down super shallow, so it's hard to be able to maintain properly. But because it looks beautiful and because of all of these things of it basically just being there and just sucking up all of this nutrients mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. you have to be able to buy certain things. You have to buy fertilizer. You have to buy, uh, you have to buy fertilizer that provides nitrogen because yeah. grass eats up all the nitrogen. But the dandelion roots that they begin taking out within these um, portrayals of the American home are great providers of nitrogen to be wow. able to provide nutrients to the lawns. Wow. But because they took out the dandelions, because they took out clovers and other mm-hmm. nutrient-dense uh, uh, plant life, mm-hmm. now we got to buy all these things to be able to take care of our perfectly manicured lawn. So they're just leaching yeah. all of the, the good stuff, the nutrition of our yards. Yeah. To grow the St. Augustine or yeah, Kentucky bluegrass. Wow, that's crazy. Man. Now I will say I do like some Kentucky bluegrass. It's not. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we're talking. Okay, I was like, which one are we talking about here? <laughs> Bermuda. Yeah, it's all just sucking up the life out of your lawn. Now, can huh. I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Am I still a bad person if I still want that perfectly manicured lawn and everything like that, though? No, absolutely not. I think everybody wants the St. Augustine thick blade, dark green. Beautiful lawn. Yeah. But it's only because we've been raised to believe that that is the way it's supposed to look. Right. You know? Right. Right. And it takes a lot of effort to be able to, to, to maintain that. Oh, my gosh. It does. I'm wondering if I can figure out if we can figure out like a like a compromise, because the more I've been learning about this, the more mm-hmm. I've learned about how like nutrient rinse dandelions are. I'm like, maybe I could like dictate like a certain portion of my lawn to where the dandelions can grow there if they want. Mm-hmm. And maybe over the time they'll learn. Like, hey, I could just grow here and we won't be touched. It'll be fine. I'll have like a little dandelion patch. Gotcha. Yeah. And then so the, they'll just start to migrate that way. Yeah. And you'll have families of dandelions that will have moved from the old country. Yeah. To the new country. Yes. Because there was a harsh um, dictator. Yeah. That was harming, cutting them all down. Yeah, exactly. And I was the dictator. Yes. It was me. No, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I, I, I hear that. I, I, my personal experience right now is being on two acres. Is mm-hmm. I cannot control it anymore yeah when i had you know i lived in a neighborhood where it was a smaller lot it was 0.11 acres right i even at that point i couldn't control it like i wanted to because i'm not retired yeah and i didn't have all day every day to go out there and manicure it but now that i'm out here and since you and i have talked it's like it's sprung spring has sprung on us and now i'm like i'm just gonna leave that these wildflowers that come up in my yard are absolutely gorgeous there's purples there's Mm -hmm. pinks there's yellows yeah i'm just like i'm just gonna let them grow yeah, you know now there are some some really gross looking. Oh, of course, um, you get like like your crabgrass. They have the other yeah. ones with like the the the, the thorns and the bristles yes. that grow on the side. Yes, and yeah. I'm like ah, let's ditch those. Yeah. But the dandelions aren't doing anything. Uh uh-uh. Except for looking pretty. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I have I've even changed my uh, since we've been talking about this over the last few weeks is you know because you mentioned one fact about this. Yeah. And it was like wow, he's right, man. These are just beautiful God given wildflowers, mm-hmm. and here I am like. Man, those stupid, like <laughs> almost cursing these yeah. flowers, but um, yeah, no, really cool, really yeah. cool stuff. It, it, it's 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 really cool. I I'll, I'll I'll hit a little bit more on, on one of our other points, but now I want to talk about point number five. All right, and that is its medicinal purposes oh. in current day medicinal purposes that can be provided to us. Okay, so um, it is uh, dandelions are naturally a diuretic, 
They could be used to treat warts. Uh, back in the day, they were used to be able to treat the plague. Uh, they lower your blood pressure. They have more vitamins. Uh, they have more vitamin A than spinach. Wow. Uh, more vitamin C than tomatoes. Uh, they also have vitamin K as okay. well. And they're excellent sources of iron, calcium, and potassium. Wow. Now, the list doesn't stop there. It also uh, helps provide ailments against symptoms of toothaches, rotting gums, uh, baldness. <laughs> you kidding me? Uh, being this dead serious. List. No? Dandruff, sores, fevers, weakness, uh, lethargy, and depression. Wow. Is that it is excellent, uh, basically medicinal uses to be able to prevent against those. And you got to think back in the day, it was used for everything because back in the day, we didn't know the importance of vitamins. Right. I mean, millions of people died of scurvy. And yep. scurvy is just like... just Vitamin C. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're losing out on that. So that's why millions of people ended up dying from scurvy was because of that. So they would basically then start introducing dandelions even more into their diet. And all of a sudden, people weren't dying of scurvy. And it wasn't until wow. we were able to develop technology to be able to see, oh, this is a vitamin powerhouse. Wow. And they taste good. That I, yeah. I thought we might come to some point where you were going to tell me yeah. we could eat these things. Oh, heck yes. Like, you just pluck them and eat them? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. So you could just pluck off the heads. You can eat them raw. Yeah. Um, now, the biggest thing is um, uh, back in like the uh, even the 60s, 50s, they would have it to where people, they wouldn't pluck their dandelion heads so much, some more. Yeah. You would, like if your grandma wanted some, well, actually, yeah, let's go and talk about number six. Okay. Dandelion wine. Dandelion wine. So you can go ahead and ferment the heads of the dandelion. You could be able to make yourself a dandelion wine. And it's been known to be like just nice and sweet and good and rich and delicious. And grandmas would actually send their grandkids out to the neighbor's houses to go pick the dandelion heads and stuff like that. Yeah. It, that way the, the neighbors didn't have to worry about killing them or taking them out, all that jazz. And yeah. then the grandmas would go ahead and make their dandelion wine. How many heads though to make a bottle of wine that is an excellent question that now i want to look up because i did not think about <laughs> actually doing the research to I see mean, that how long are the grandkids gone is this a three-week journey that's that's a lot of dandelion heads but they grow in big clumps right right yeah and and i mean i'm talking about when like suburban life has already taken hold so I gotcha. they're just going around to different neighborhoods i got gotcha. you land so you know they weren't gone for in it so it wasn't that long ago when this was a common thing wow that's um, crazy. I've never heard of that. Yeah. You can actually use dandelions to make root beer as well. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the dandelion root is one of the primary ingredients of root beer. It is. Like, a modern day root beer. No. Well, the natural root beer. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. The gotcha. modern day root beer we have is just sugar and caramel High fructose coloring. syrup yeah. and all that yeah. junk. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Number seven, hmm. the seed heads, a.k.a. the floaties. So, you know, like when you blow on a dandelion head and they'll float away yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. With the, it always looks like cotton. Yeah. So each head will usually contain between 50 to 175 seeds okay. per dandelion head. 50% of those on average will germinate if they hit the right soil. It's known for being one of the flowers with the highest reproductive rate. 50%. Yeah. Wow. That is huge, That's especially incredible. like in the natural animal kingdom. Yeah. 50% is huge. Yeah. Like, we're lucky if we get the baseball numbers of batting 300 sometimes when it comes to some of these yeah. species and no, everything. you're right. You know? So, um, and then they're also known to be incredibly opportunistic and can travel up to five miles. Five miles. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. But I mean, if you get picked up on a good gust, I mean, I guess you could get carried up and yeah. God, five miles. That's a good distance. But I mean, just the fact that you combine the fact that they can travel so long and they're opportunistic. Like how many times you've been walking down the sidewalk and just see like a random dandelion, like popping up through the cement. It's mm -hmm. like, how did you, how did you get there? Persistence. Yeah, exactly. So they're able to adapt to any type of situation. So dandelions have been uh, uh, found as far north as the Arctic Circle and even down into like the the um like the tropic of cancer jungles like they can live pretty much anywhere i would be willing to say that they're like the tardigrades of the flowers of the flower brotherhood or sisterhood i don't know yeah i'm going to go sisterhood on that yeah one. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll go sisterhood of the yeah. flowers yeah but i'm pretty sure that dandelions wouldn't be able to survive in space so tardigrades still have them beat on that i wow dude they're yeah. just they're just indestructible uh-huh wow they're just survivors does anything else like indestructible as a dandelion kind of come to mind cockroach cockroach twinkie twinkies nokia phones nokia phones <laughs> with snake on them yeah with yeah. snake on them yeah ah. i still remember that yeah definitely not a motorola razor no not no more mm -mm. no mm -mm. number yeah. eight yeah are you ready i'm bring it the root system can go down up to 15 feet. Shut up. Mm -hmm. 15 feet? Yep. Down. Not even out. Just like straight down. They're like six inches out. Yeah. That's why those suckers are so hard to get rid of. Like you pluck it. Okay, cool. The root system's still there. It's just going to grow another shoot. 15 feet. That's insane, dude. Yeah. I don't even know why. Why? Wow. Yeah. I kind of get like this... Uh, visualization remember did you ever watch hercules the animated hercules oh the disney movie yeah i yeah. did not see that one okay all right well this would still work for anybody who's knows anything about that but i think of the hydra like the monster where you would cut off one head and the other ones would go ahead and grow back and everything yeah yeah i got you i think of dandelions now when i think of that yeah like it's like you just cut me down and i will come back even stronger than i was now right as obi-wan said right right <laughs> i was like yeah. no but seriously though they they're Kind of like I picture them laughing, like yeah, okay, yeah. All you right. think this hurts me? Then you feel great, yeah. yeah. Um, you feel like a big man, huh? Yeah, I'll be back in I'll like back. two days, and that's the other thing I feel like fast. Yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. Just like one day, all of a sudden, like they're there, and like they'll just shoot up out of the yeah. ground. It's crazy. Yeah. They could be there, and then the next day they're like six inches out of the ground. Yeah, it's how, mm -hmm. and it's like how did they survive the winter? They're fifteen feet. Under where it's, you know, basically neutral temperatures for the year long. Yeah. If you're that deep. They're just surviving, thriving, living a good life. You know, living they got HBO life. Max. They got Netflix. <laughs> you know, they got their water. So, yeah. So, the root systems can go ahead and go down up to 15 feet. Wow. So hopefully, they didn't have Netflix stock. But. Um, yeah. Hopefully not. That one took a hit. Well, unless unless you're looking at it and you're like, it's time to buy it's now. It's time to buy. <laughs> it's time to and buy. some people. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, Danny. Some people, if it gets down to a certain amount, I would buy like a full stock of Netflix just to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just joking. I'm like, I would buy a bunch. <laughs> and be like, YOLO. <laughs> right? It's true. Uh, speaking of YOLO, uh, the golden path. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Let me say this again. The golden path. I'm going to go ahead and put it in parentheses. Yeah. So this is number nine. Dandelions. Do you ever think about how did they make their way out west? When like the great migration from the eastern coast to the western coast, like, like sure, because I know how they got here. Yeah, you, you told me that. So they're on a boat mm -hmm. intentionally get them over here. Yeah, out of in my mind, 
it's that five mile thing. They're just drifting yeah. westward. But anyways. Right, right. And, and and you're right. And I'm sure like there were settlers who brought dandelions with them. You would think if they were that prominent. Right. Because we gotta think we're only just a few generations kind of removed from mm-hmm. like the initial mm-hmm. the, the initial people that came in there. Right. So the first travelers west had to basically face deep rooted grass systems because those were native. Mm. <laughs> that grass was native. Right. So they're deeply rooted, they're like living a good life. Um, that were basically initially non-impressionable. Like it was just hard to be able to go ahead and make an impression like within the soil itself because we think of the travel out west, we think of the Oregon Trail and you come across these, all these different settlements and everything like that, like on your way there. Right. Restock up on your beef, bullets, all that jazz. But like we're, I'm talking about like the first settlers who were moving out west, they had nothing. There's no trails there or anything. You were plowing the way yourself. Oh, yeah, and if you didn't die of dysentery or your ox didn't die or, yeah, you know, I mean, dehydrated. Yeah, I mean, snakes. Uh, mountain lions. All that, like. Cannibalism. You're in their territory. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. absolutely. So with those deep-rooted grass systems, they were basically non-impressionable. But over time, the wheels of the carts created grooves over a period of time. Yeah. And this allowed the, uh, the flower to naturally migrate. So uh, you, you think about it, so years go by mm-hmm. of them driving down, creating grooves in the path. Right. Every time it's time for them to germinate, they're at least being able to move about five miles. So little bit by little bit, every single season, the dandelion is naturally migrating out west on its own, as well as with any dandelions that could have been brought with anybody else. Wow. So some sections were so thick um, because of the migrating dandelions that they were called the golden path by settlers and were often seen as good luck, good omens, and basically it was just going to be a good day. And they would just walk through patches of yeah. dandelions. Yeah. Just along the trail there. Yeah, just along the trail. Interesting. Well, no, the trail was dandelions. Oh, the trail yeah, was? Yeah, oh. o- o- almost. The, yeah, yeah. So the golden path, almost like the, the yellow brick railroad. Oh, wow. It and, just made up the whole path. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was seeing it like visioning on, it. on the sides. Nope. But it's just the whole thing. Yeah. Interesting. You'd yeah. think that'd get trampled down over time, but I guess the wheels are on the outside. Right. So it's just, wow, that's cool, man. Yeah. So I, I, I always thought that that was cool. Are you ready for number 10? I'm ready. I think I can handle it. You ready? We've okay. built up to this. Bayer, the owner of Bayer Aspirin. Yeah. In June of 2020, was ordered to pay a $10 billion cancer lawsuit to over 125,000 claims involving contact of their weed killer, Roundup. Roundup is one of the most prominent weed killers. And as we talked about on one of our prior shows with cor- with corporate propaganda, I, we already talked about the fact that uh, dandelions became basically, mm, uh, they basically began, became weeds because they couldn't um, get the chemicals to differentiate between other weeds and dandelions and mm-hmm. other weeds and clovers. So they just threw dandelions and clovers into the mix wow. and, 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 and called it a day. So the uh, bear bought Roundup in 2018 from Monsanto uh-huh. for $63 billion. Wow. Monsanto is the owns the weed killer. Uh-huh. Bayer buys the weed killer. Yeah. Two years later, they enter into this suit where they figure out we're going to have to pay for the medical necessities of these people who got cancer. One of the major prominent forms of cancer was non-Hodgkin's uh, lymphoma. Wow. From the Roundup itself. So they buy Roundup. 
yeah. from Monsanto. They don't buy Monsanto. They buy Roundup. Yeah. And then two years later, they're paying themselves because the people are having to come to Bayer to be able to get the medical supplies to be able to take care of the sicknesses that they got from Roundup. That makes me want to throw up. So at the end of the day, it's one big purchase to make sure that, yeah, sure, we'll take care of these people, but we're going to be paying ourselves in the process. Wow. So that right there is my 10 things about dandelions. What do you think? Well, I'm blown away by the versatility of the dandelion. I'm a little, I'm, I'm angry yeah. that we don't use it in everything. <laughs> Just so they can um, sell weed killer. That's just kind of crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I had mentioned this to someone um, earlier today. Mm -hmm. Shout out to uh, Lacey. Yeah. Another Lacey. Hey, hey. Hey, Lacey. Thank you. Uh, And she was like, yeah, all that. There's a bunch of um, benefits to dandelions. And I'm like, how am I just, I'm 39. Yeah. How am I just figuring this out? Yeah. And it's just all buried. Yep. So they can sell you a bunch of meds. Yeah. And a bunch of weed killers. Yeah. Literally, uh, so many things we talked about are things that number one, Bayer aspirate or Bayer produces for their medication. But it's not yeah. just Bayer; it's 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 everybody. It's, right. It's, it's it's all a big pharma for that. Yeah. But yeah, it is just insane that something that used to be such a staple, all the way up and even into like the 20th century, like this isn't just like. It, dandelions have always been bad. This is a recent thing within just the past couple of generations in which dandelions wow. have been noted as a bad thing it seems like we're missing out as humans or at least americans yeah on all the benefits i don't know if these are are dandelions more prominent in medicine and uh, nutrition across the world so dandelions are used as yes they they are because really america is not the only country but america is such a, a country known so much for its diversity medications and it's been able to like you can add the fact that you can even advertise for medications in America is a big thing because everywhere else in the world, that's not really much of a thing. I think that we forget about that sometimes is that yeah. um, other parts of the country is like they're not advertising for this particular medication for low blood pressure and then having the happy family dance in the background and yeah. saying one of the side effects can be death. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, that that's really just an American thing right there. So, yes, it, it is prominently used in other parts of the world, but not so much of the first like like the first worlds. Right. So you think about us and Britain and like the EU and well-developed. St- yeah. First world nations. Right. OK. Yeah. Overpaying for the medicines and all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, but for like the second and third world countries, dandelions are used prominently. It's a racket, man. Yeah. It's it is crazy. Racket. Keep the good benefits of big pharma. Yep. And and let's get rid of the junk and use the stuff that's been around for years. I, pretty simple, man. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. All right. So with all of those things right there, are you ready for a, uh, a little bit of a quizzle-dizzle? Dude, I'm, I was born ready. Let's go quizzle-dizzle. Mm. I try not to hit too hard. No, I know. We got these. Uh, <laughs> we got a new situation here. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Are you ready? Let's get it. All right. Give me a second because my page is paused. I just wanted to leave it up to that spot so where I would have something to go back into. Oh, you're good. I apologize. No worries. It's my uh, thing right here. Uh, oh, my gosh. I apologize. I had it right here in my... Uh, I I think I even remember saying, like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, no worries. Uh
You good? Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So what humorous nickname have the, have the dandelions been given because of, their, of a similar sounding word in French? Okay. So these dandelions, we already talked about, they're a natural diuretic. They're pretty powerful. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you some hints. Okay. So number one, they could be called pee the beds. Okay. Number two, they could be called poop the beds. Okay. Number three, they could be called wet the beds. Oh, man. Or number four, they could be called shart the beds. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, wet the beds. I would say you are correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. There's so many people I want to thank. Oh, I have to leave. Just, okay. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so so dandelion equals dent de lion, which in French, uh, it's it's French for lion's tooth. Okay. And i.e. the jagged leaves, so the jagged leaves on there. Uh huh. Um, and it also sounds very similar to piss and lit, <laughs> piss <laughs> which and means piece uh piss the bed <laughs> in French. <laughs> Wow. And it's been called this on account of its diuretic effects when eaten. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I appreciate the clues. That made it a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. Diuretic. I realized I was giving um, you a, a harder one in that one. No, that was, wow. The piss the bed. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. And it's legendary. like multiple like people, like my grandma's age and stuff like that, they'd be like, yeah, they were called piss the beds. <laughs> I'm like, what? I've never heard that. It's just one of those weird things. Yeah. Yeah. That's odd. <laughs> that's odd, dude. Well, hey, I hope that you guys have enjoyed our Dandelion episode and you guys are leaving with as much emotional co uh, commitment. And uh, yeah, my heart just feels attached now to these, mm -hmm. to these beautiful little flowers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop calling them weeds and maybe I might come up with a dandelion patch in my lawn. But until that time comes, I've been Juan. That's been Jordan. As always, stay trivial. And ridiculous. Ayo. Another one in the books. Another one in the books. Still recording? Great. Great. Yeah. Let's go. All right. So I would say we probably had about five minutes of downtime, though, because it was two minutes oh, in the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah. And then. And then the little quiz will show you. So it came out to about 25. Okay. Dude, that's well.